0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show with your recap for Monday, February 13th, 2023. Here's where you may have missed on the show this morning. Talked a little bit about uh, Super Bowl 57, of course, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, We're earning the Vince Lombardi trophy by defeating the Philadelphia Eagles uh, with a score 38 to 35 was a great matchup. Um, And of course, besides uh, having the uh, Lombardi trophy, you get that big bling ring that uh, so many people love talking about, you know, (laughs) in all honesty, does Tom Brady really need another Super Bowl ring? It's probably why they wasn't in the Super Bowl. In any case, um, you know, we talk about uh, always about what happens to the winners. But believe it or not, those uh, team that loses the Super Bowl also get a ring. Because it isn't really necessarily a Super Bowl ring. Because the Eagles are still their, their division champions. And that is worth something. So not only do the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl rings, So do the Philadelphia Eagles. The design, kind of based on the team, they figure out what is available. But in short, the ring will cost about $5,000 for each player. Um, The team will get about 150 of these rings, uh, obviously given to the players and to some of the coaching staff and the uh, other owners and what have you, and whoever really they decide they want to give a Super Super Bowl ring to. Um, Generally, once they figure out on the design of the ring, They'll go ahead and send it off for, for production. So generally by mid-June is when they're expecting that ring to, to come about. Not even Valentine's Day has escaped the harshness of inflation like other things, goods and services. You can expect to pay a little bit more for Valentine's Day uh, this year compared to previous. Uh, movie tickets are up around uh, over 6% from last year. Candies are up, or rather candles, are up nearly 9% from last year. A dozen red roses, well, that's not too much. It's a modest 4% increase from last year. That's not too bad. And then a box of chocolates up 8.5%. But it isn't all bad news. Uh, Things are actually down price-wise for diamonds, uh, roughly 10% lower today than they were about a year ago. And the price of a greeting card roughly is the same as it was in 2022. And um, this one's pretty good. Um, you got your sirloin steaks. Yeah, they're down 8% compared to eating out, which is up over 17%. So perhaps have some nice cooked steaks for Valentine's Day this year, and uh, you'll be all set. Speaking of steaks, how often can you refreeze meat? Because let's be real honest, I never thought... The most difficult decision in my life would be figuring out what the heck we're having for dinner each and every night. Not only do I get the eye rolls and the overdramatics of my kids to think again? Uh, there are other things that kind of pop up, uh, emergencies or whatever, and it means that you may not be able to use that meat that you have thawed in your refrigerator from your freezer. Is it possible to refreeze it and save it for later? Yes, it is. As long as the temperature of the, uh, the, the meat does not get above 40 degrees Fahrenheit, you can actually refreeze it and be okay. Um, just understand that during the freezing process, what happens is the the uh, the water inside the the meat actually turns to ice, and of course, ice has pointy crystals, and that can actually puncture the cells. Of uh, down to the molecular structure of the product, when well, that means that you're going to probably have a little bit drier and tougher and less tasty meat for you to enjoy. Those are kind of the things to keep in mind if you want to use that particular ground beef for our chili instead of burgers. Um, But that's kind of what it boils down to. And just always keep in mind, even though it's still 40 degrees or less, um, anytime you thaw something, there is the risk of it picking up some sort of a pathogen. The only way to make sure that uh, those pathogens are dead is to cook it before you freeze it.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we talked a bit about uh, strawberries as well. When uh, we talk about chocolate-covered strawberries, if you're making them yourself, you may notice that... um, uh, it seems pretty easy on paper. You melt the chocolate, you dip the strawberry in the chocolate, you put the strawberry in the refrigerator, let it uh, chill, and um, um, basically, uh, you know, recodify and resolidify into chocolate. The problem is, is that just straight out chocolate is going to be super brittle at this particular point because there's not much fat in it. So when you go to bite on the chocolate-covered strawberry. What happens? It's brittle. It breaks off into your hand. You get very little in your mouth. Um, And if you're not really careful, a lot of the chocolate that you love so much is going to end up on the floor. Might I suggest making a nice ganache instead with your chocolate? And the only thing you have to add to your melted chocolate is a little bit of heavy cream. Once again, melted chocolate doesn't have much fat at all, and that heavy cream actually adds it in there, and that kind of emulsifies with the chocolate ingredients. It makes it silky and smoothie, and it makes it pliable, a little bit easier to hang on to your your, uh, strawberry so that when you do bite into it, better chances of it not only breaking into a brittle hot mess, but it will stick onto your strawberry for the next bite. And then finally, we talked a bit about uh, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance letting the world know that she's expecting child number two. Congratulations to Rihanna and Rocky on that one. And kind of squishing rumors that possibly that she'll be out on a tour in 2023, maybe after the baby, or maybe she'll do a few dates uh, while she's kind of in the early onset of her pregnancy. But, um, you know, it really comes down to Rihanna being a superstar when it comes down to performances on the, the Super Bowl. And let's face it, she is the world's wealthiest woman musician she owns uh, companies. She, uh, she's just very smart with her money, and she can make it by doing appearances like, for instance, on the Super Bowl. And I bring this up because they were anticipating Rihanna to help Super Bowl 57 possibly make uh, viewers over 100 million uh, viewers, um, which would be the highest that the Super Bowl has seen in five years. And believe it or not, at one time in recent memory, the Super Bowl halftime show wasn't there. In fact, the Super Bowl halftime was a throwaway. They would put infomercials. Perhaps they would, uh, I think one year they had jazzercise on there. They had a musician one year. And the whole idea behind this is that the NFL thought that people during the middle of halftime would not be watching the game. You would do things like, you know, uh, going to the bathroom, filling up your plate with uh, food, maybe running to the store, picking up another bag of ice since you ran a little short. That was the thought process of the NFL. And that was true. Until 1992, when a brand new television network took an opportunity to kind of leech off the popularity of the Super Bowl. Back in 1991, the Fox Broadcasting Network, as it was known at the time, was kind of still of a startup. In 1987, it started with a handful of affiliates. And during that five years, it had actually produced some pretty good shows. You had uh, 21 Jump Street, introduced us to Johnny Depp. Uh, you had Married with Children, introduced us to Ed O'Neill and, and, um, uh, and Crew. Uh, that were uh, part of the Bundy family. Uh, Tracy Omen had her show, which introduced us to The Simpsons, which is the longest-running television show in history. They just signed another, like, three-year deal with The Simpsons. So I say all this because back in the early 90s, Fox was a fledgling network. It really was struggling to get its shows on the air. So at the time, the president of the Fox Broadcasting Network thought, "How can we capitalize and get the best bang for our buck?" And a new show that's coming up, that they were going to call In Living Color. It was a kind of an SNL-type skit show created by uh, uh, the Wayne brothers, Keenan, Iron Wayne and Damon Wayans, and uh, they wanted to. See how they could steal the thunder a bit of CBS, which had the Super Bowl at the time. So they planned to introduce In Living Color on October, or rather January 26th, 1992, for 15 minutes. And that 15 minutes coincided with the Super Bowl's 15 minute halftime show. During that 15 minutes, In Living Color First aired, it brought us uh, the classic, uh, best-known skits like uh, Homeboy Shopping Network with Keenan and uh, Keenan Ivory and Damon. It brought us uh, um, Jim Carrey's uh, Fireman Expert to the Sports Bar. Damon Wayne and David Allen Greer's Men on Films, um, you know, review of movies. What do you get? Two twists in a, two snaps in a twist type thing. It was really good programming, and in fact, it was so good that it pulled 11 percent of the viewers of the Super Bowl over for just 15 minutes. And it may not sound like a lot of people at 11%, but it was a big enough dent to the overall viewership of the Super Bowl that the Super Bowl of 1992 was one of the least-watched Super Bowls of all time. That was the day that the NFL decided... The halftime is not a throwaway. We need to produce something big that's going to keep the attention of our audience. And not since that time has anyone been able to steal the thunder of the Super Bowl, especially during the halftime show. There it is, the show for today, Monday, February 13th, 2023. Of course, Chris Malone here. Always welcome your comments and feedback. You can email me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E, at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.